The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got another one. He got another one. Time out, Michigan State. Fighting a Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Right wing, Kipper cuts to the lane. Down low, Kofi! What a slam dunk! And there's the high-low and the feet of the big seven-footer. Williams to Georgie at the free-throw line. Drive down the lane and slams it in! Three, gonna have to shoot it with two. A long, long three! Oh, he got it! He got it! Now, from our Illini Game Day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Welcome in, everybody, as the Illinois basketball tonight resumes Big Ten conference play for the remainder of the regular season. And what a way to start it up again on the road against the number 14-ranked Michigan State Spartans. The Illini 9-4 overall, 1-1 in conference play. The Spartans 10-3 and 2-0 in the league. How you doing? I'm Scott Beatty along with Lauren Tate. This game tips at 7 o'clock and the Illini looking to get back in the win column in Big Ten play after beating Michigan at home back on December 11th, but losing to Maryland prior to that on the road to go 1-1. One and one. Lauren Tate, the Illini last year with a memorable upset win over the Spartans at the State Farm Center. The students rushed the floor after that one, kind of a signature moment from last year's otherwise uh, down year in terms of wins, and that was sort of a game that said, yeah, Illinois can do this. But this year, it's a different defense, and last year was about creating turnovers, and of yep. course, it was at home. Yep, they had 24 turnovers at Michigan State, nine by Winston. I, I thought that uh, that might cost Winston a Player of the Year award, you know, because later on, he, he was a dominant player in the conference, but in that game, he, uh, he just couldn't get it going. Yeah. And Iowa scored 24 and hit some big threes late in that game after Michigan State rallied to go ahead briefly. The other player who was, well, Georgie Bashanis Feely was key in that ball game, but the other one that was key in that win over Michigan State last year was Trent Frazier, yeah. who in three ball games against the Spartans in his career has averaged 14 points a game. It's been a little quieter lately in offensive production. The Alana really need to see him get going, I think. And where is Georgie? Where's Georgie mentally right now? That is a huge question. All year, the question was. How do how does Georgie Bishanishvili and Kofi Coburn, who's coming off now a fifth straight, not fifth straight, but fifth freshman of the week honor, how do these two coexist on the floor? Well, Kofi Coburn is as good as it gets for a freshman center at seven foot, and he, he's dominating. And Georgie, it seems like he's looking for his place. And I, everybody roots for Georgie Bishanishvili. And but wasn't that the first time he went scoreless in that last game against A&T? Yeah, no points. No you know, points. And I, so he'd have, he did have five assists, I believe. Yeah, and a lot of them go to Kofi Coburn, which, is, all, yeah. and which leads you to think that's why he needs to stay on the floor. But 
He took an 0 for uh, 4 from the field, three of those were three-point shots. The one mitigating factor is they were facing a lot of zone against North Carolina. Everything else was working, and Georgie would sit there in the high post and pass the ball around. But he has to be involved in a way that's positive out there. And on the, the other side of it, Alan Griffin keeps earning more and more minutes with his yep. play. And then you yep. start to wonder, what will the units be like today if the starting lineup is shuffled at all or if there's a quick trigger to pull some guys. Well, I don't think they'll shuffle because, uh, you know, they've got Gabe Brown. They'll probably, uh, they'll probably spot uh, uh, Kofi against Tillman and uh, Georgie against Gabe Brown since they're the bigger guys inside. Uh, the guy I worry about is, is uh, Aaron Henry because he's so sporadic and so explosive. He can be very good, but he can, he's, he, they've been complaining much of the season about the fact that he wasn't living up to expectations. Aaron Henry, the sophomore from Indianapolis, has had double-digit scoring in the last two ball games. as Michigan State has won five in a row and beat Eastern Michigan and Western Michigan, but in the last two Big Ten games, scored 12 against Rutgers, but just three against Northwestern. Well, you know it's going to be a different kind of game. Illinois is averaging 80 points. Both these teams are averaging about 80, 81 points a game. But Illinois scored 56 against Missouri. 58 against Maryland, and then 71 against Michigan at home in that win. That's a long way from 80, and you're not going to score 80 against Michigan State tonight, nor will they. This will be a – I think it'll be another tug-of-war, don't you? I think so, and Illinois has to start to be effective in their half-court sets. Dion Thomas, radio analyst for the Illini, is courtside up at the Breslin Center in East Lansing. We'll talk to him next. We're off and running on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. The Illini and Michigan State tonight, Big Ten play from here on out. They're at the Breslin Center in East Lansing, Michigan, courtside as Dion Thomas joins me, Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate. Dion, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, my friend. How is everything going? We have no complaints here on this side, and Illinois is in a position where they this would be a really good game to get to win this one on the road. It is never easy against Michigan State, but yet you zoom out a little bit, and Illinois has had some good success uh, against the Spartans over the years. Well, you know, you are exactly right, and this is definitely a winnable game. The Spartan team is always going to come out they're going to compete they play the same way you know they carry their coaches uh character so they're going to come out and fight tooth and nail but this may be one of the years that on the road here that illinois has a very good chance of winning this game and this might possibly be the first time that we're actually the bigger team compared to this spartan team now you are always an optimist and always positive so i know the answer to this question as i ask it are you concerned about Georgie Bishanishvili? He took an offer against North Carolina A&T, and the, the production just hasn't been there for him. Not at all. Uh, and not at all. And the reason I say that is if you watch the way Georgie plays, it's not about Georgie. You know, he's not out there. He doesn't need to score a ton of points. Of course, we want him to to score as many points as we can. But Georgie is probably our best facilitator in getting the ball inside to Kofi, especially on the high-low. 
and he's smart enough to know where to pick his shots and when to shoot his shots. So this is a game that I think fits Georgie a lot better, um, especially from a mental standpoint, because these guys aren't the big bangers that they are normally are. So he'll be able to move around a little bit much more, be a little bit more freer in his movements, and again, be able to do what he does best, which is facilitate you know, Kofi and the other players. Dion, many of these Izzo teams look the same in terms of the way they play. What is it about Izzo that, what has he instilled in his teams year after year that makes him so successful? Well, very first thing he does, he does what Coach Henson told me to do when I decided to go into coaching. He recruits tough players. So it makes it easier after that because then you just have to get the guys to understand what your system is. So he brings in those players that fit what his system is about, and then he coaches them up. I mean, if you look at the players from the past, I mean, and let's just use uh, Xavier Tillman here. When he first came in, I mean, I was actually recruiting uh, Xavier Tillman when I was at UIC. So that'll show you the level where he was compared to where he is now. He does a great job of improving his post players as well as his guards. And I think that's the biggest thing that this Michigan State team does really well. Cassius Winston is back for today after being held out for precautionary reasons. Um, What's the best thing about Cassius Winston? Look, he can score, he can dish. I mean, what makes him so effective? I mean, what doesn't make him as effective? The thing that makes him, I believe, the most effective is that thing that he has on his shoulders. I mean, this kid is extremely smart with the basketball. Uh, you know, turnovers uh, get up a little bit, but that's normally when he's trying to make a play to one of his teammates. He's worked himself into being a player that is a dangerous three-point shooter. And again, his smarts in this offense, which they run a lot of pick and rolls, and they get the ball up the court in transition, which is obviously a plus for the offense because the defense is in retreat or they're trying to read what's going on. And that's when he gets to use his smarts to make plays. Should Illinois shoot a lot of three-point shots tonight, or is this game, this is going to be a game where they need to work it inside, isn't it? No, this is definitely a game where the ball needs to go inside. Uh, the most experienced player on big on this uh, Michigan State team is Xavier Tillman, and Xavier is not the size of Kofi. I mean, he's more along the size now since he's shed all that weight of Georgie. So I believe we have, and this may be the first time, we've had an inside advantage against this Michigan State team. The ball needs to be pounded inside, and when we force their help, that's when we'll be able to get the ball and move it and get uh, better outsized looks. One more, Trent Frazier. Important for him to be a scorer or not. And George, uh, rather, Brad Underwood has talked about he needs balance. It doesn't matter where the scoring comes from, but you know, it's well against Michigan State in his career. He has, he has, and that's because they have, they play a style that fits Trent. I mean, but you ask the question, uh, what Trent Frazier we need? This Illinois basketball team needs an aggressive Trent Frazier. When Trent is aggressive, it takes the, the pressure off of Io. It lessens the pressure on Kofi and Georgie and others to have to do more because he's the toughest shot maker in, probably in the Big Ten, one of the, the toughest in the country. He's able to make tough shots, take tough shots, and finish them. And that's what this Illinois team is going to need, especially against a very good defensive Michigan State team. Dion, as always, we appreciate your time. We'll hear much more from you coming up. You're going to talk to Bill Rafferty, I understand, and Tom Izzo. Hey, man, I get two Hall of Famers, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Two Hall of Famers in one day. You can't complain about that. 
Well, as Bill Raftery would say, it was fun to talk to the big fella. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, thank you, sir. My pleasure. That's Dion Thomas up at the Breslin Center. Brian Barnhart will join him as well. It's the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We have our keys to the game. The coach's corner, Brian Barnhart, has that with Orlando Antigua as well, making our way to tip off at 7 o'clock. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. It starts with them, with their opponents having to take away what they do really well. You know, I'd, I'd venture to say with a guard like Cassius, you're not going to turn them over at a high rate every single night. You know, we've got to make things hard. The big, thing, the big challenge is limiting them to one shot. Uh, our first shot defense has to be great. Uh, and then we've got to pick a fight. Uh, the game starts, uh, you know, when the ball goes up, and that's uh, uh, that's where Michigan State has excelled. And you know, instead of turnovers, we got to limit them to to field goal and uh, take those those second, third chance opportunities away from them. Well, that has been the issue. As Brad Underwood there talks about facing Michigan State tonight. Welcome back, everybody, on Fighting Illini Game Day Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Scott and Lauren with you. The Illini have been doing very well on the defensive end on those first shots, but second shots. I like what he said. You got to pick a fight. When the ball goes up, you got to against Michigan State, you got to pick a fight. But remember, Illinois leads the nation in rebounding right now. I when I say that, I don't believe it, but it's true. <laughs> 12.5, they lead the nation. They, yeah. And, Rebound margin, that is. Yeah. yeah. And 12.5 plus. So you know, they say in football, is there any more important stat other than the score than turnovers? I think in basketball, is there any more important stat besides the score than rebounds? You got to get them. You have to get them. But I think for tonight, as we get to our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested Need positive, positive minutes from Georgie Bashanishvili. Well, I think that's important, and I think it's awfully, awfully important to score in the half court because Michigan State's not going to give you a lot of breaks. They're going to get back on defense. They don't want. They know what Io can do in in the in in the open court. They're going to force Illinois to take perimeter shots if they can. And the Illini have got to move that ball around on the half court and get the ball to Kofi. Illini have had trouble too with a lot of the hedging. And, and double teams. Now, coaches feel like they're ready to deal with it, but it's it's been problematic at times, especially since against Maryland and Missouri. You really slow down the Illini into a, and get them going east-west instead of north-south. The Illini have not scored well. Well, they're going to try to stop Kofi. But Tillman, you know, is and, and if Tillman gets in foul trouble, that could really hurt him. We'll see what happens. It'd be a great road win for the Illini. All right, Mr. Tate, enjoy the game. All right. We'll do Coach's Corner when we come back. Brian Barnhart talks with Orlando Antigua. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. It's Fighting Illini Game Day in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty as Illinois preparing up at the Breslin Center for the Michigan State Spartans to resume Big Ten play. Time now for the Coach's Corner. It's brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign and Clark Lindsay. Tonight, Orlando Antigua, assistant coach for the Illini, has the scout against the Spartans. Here's Brian Barnhart talking with Orlando. Good to be back in a familiar place at the Breslin Center, and uh, this is always a tough place to win. you got to bring it all, right? Well, yeah, you do. Uh, you know, it's a great way to start the year uh, on the road and, and uh, you know, with a, with a great 
opponent um, and with a, with a really good challenge for us. Um, so, you know, it'd be, be, good, uh, be good to get off on the right foot if, if we can here. A lot of great coaches around. Tom Izzo's been doing this a long time, 25 years. Is it kind of fun in your profession to kind of cross swords and X and O against someone who's been around and is less successful as he's been? Yeah, absolutely. As a, as a competitor, um, you know, uh, even as coaches, we, we want to compete against the best, knowing that, you know, in order to be the best, you got to beat the best. And uh, obviously, you know, Coach Izzo is, uh, in my opinion, a Hall of Fame coach and, and, and legendary coach. Um, and it's great, to, you know, we get a chance. The, the quality of coaching in the conference here is – it's so elite that uh, every night it's fun. Um, it, it's it's nerve-wracking as you prepare and you see and you try to figure out how to try to put your kids in the best position to kind of kind of go win. And uh, you know it's 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 exciting to to try to match wits with with the staffs of uh, of other programs. I was going to say that's uh, that's the great thing I've heard from coaches over the years coaching in this league yeah. is you go against the best. I mean it really sharpens I think it sharpens everybody. It does. It does. You know d- different leagues have different things. The ACC has got a lot of great coaches and and and, and talented players and and so does the SEC and um, the Pac-12, but night in and night out here you get high high level quality coaching very experienced players for whatever reason this year was supposed to be a down year for the league and we got the number one league in the country and you've got all the veterans everywhere and uh, it just makes it for a lot of fun one of those veterans for Michigan State is Winston, Cassius Winston. I know he sat out the last game, but certainly he's the guy. He's like Xavier Simpson of Michigan. He makes everything run. He is the uh, the stir that stirs the drink, the straw that stirs the drink. Um, you know, he's he's obviously been around forever and uh, has had a lot of success and impacts the game in a way that, uh, you know, very few players nowadays do. Um, he's special in that way, you know, the reigning Big Ten Player of the Year. All-American and uh, the guy that makes them go and, and he's a guy that we're gonna have to try to make um, his life really really difficult uh, wear him down have to play him for 40 have to always find him and locate him especially in transition because he's such great at just catching the ball and, and if guys are ahead or he sees that they're he sees plays two and three steps ahead of they're gonna potentially be open he's already letting the ball go so he does a great job of stressing the defense and, and it's an area that we're gonna have to concentrate on heavily for this game I know our defensive alignment is a little different this year uh, than it's been the last couple of years but regardless we have given him some trouble especially in the games in Champaign which gave us a chance to win yeah I think uh, I think we did some different things that to make things difficult for him and and we hope to try to do that again even with the that some of the changes that we've made, that the, the principal still, you know, always keeping a body in front of him, not getting letting him get to the side of you because he's he's phenomenal at using his other hand to try to get advantage and using his change of speed and change his pace. He's not necessarily a really really fast guy per se, but he's quick enough with the ball and savvy enough with it that he gets his angles and he finds his finds a way to get past you. So we've got to do a great job with, you know, our trio of guards are going to have all of them have their opportunities to play him and utilize their different strengths against him to try to kind of wear him down some if we can. We'll take a break. Back with Orlando Antigua in just a moment on the Coach's Corner. Illinois basketball here tonight from East Lansing, the Breslin Center, the Illini in Michigan State. This series almost dead even. You go back to the start of the century. It's been almost even, so there's been some great games here. Well, we just like to start the dec- this new decade <laughs> off in, a, in the right way. Yeah. Um, you know, 
obviously you got a lot of history and a lot of great players in both programs and and uh, doesn't surprise me for it to be even out in that way yeah well let's talk some more about personnel uh, we've got a, a double double guy almost in Kofi yeah. they have one in Tillman yeah Tillman's uh you know veteran group um obviously they've got three upperclassmen that are really experienced and have been through some wars and then the rest of them are like us you know uh, underclassmen sophomores freshmen to play a lot of minutes uh, Tillman is a guy that's been through some battles and, and does a lot for them. Not only a double-double, but he also handles the ball a lot. You know, it's, he's getting almost three assists a game. And um, we've, we've got to do a great job of matching his energy, um, making sure that our alignments, our matchups are right when he's in at the four, when he's in at the five, because he'll play different things and um, stay with him in terms of his running and transition because he, he impacts the game by stressing the defense in that way. Talking to people with Michigan State, they say uh, Tom Izzo's had to adjust a little bit because Langford got hurt. That changed the formula they had in place. Yep. But uh, how are those guys doing making up for him? Well, they do. They, I mean, obviously, you just lose his experience. But those guys just step in and do you know do great work. Uh, Aaron Henry and Gabe, and Gabe Brown are the wings right now that start for them. And they're phenomenal in terms of what they do, what they bring to the table. Aaron also has another facilitator when Cassius is off the ball and Gabe uh, running to the corners and catching shooting. You know, both of them are lefty. Both of them possess different kind of matchup problems for us and other teams. Um, you know, they bring Rocket Watts off the bench, who's a freshman who's really, really highly talented, highly recruited kid. But you know, the, the names change, but they still do the same thing. They, they, you know, they're going to run really hard. They're going to be tough, physical. They're going to pound the glass. We've got to match that intensity and, and impose our will on the game, and, and it's going to be a battle of wills for this. And a battle of the boards, I would assume. you got two of the best rebounding teams in the country going head-to-head. Yeah, you got one and two going at it, and, uh, you know, um, when I say battle of the wills, that's what I mean. You know, will, will we impose our will in terms of our transition defense getting back? Uh, will we offensive rebound, which makes makes it harder for them to run and, and pound the glass. And then we have to make sure that we hit them on multiple efforts because it's just not going to be one single effort. They do an unbelievable job of using their length in Bingham, tip keeping balls alive and Tillman keeping balls alive. Kithier, when he comes in, just motoring up and trying to you know, get to the second and third bounce on it. It's not necessarily just the initial offensive rebound. It's the tip to the second bounce or to the third mm-hmm. bounce that they get. That's where, where they impact the game. And we have to make sure that we give multiple, multiple efforts. I was talking to Jeff Alexander about this, talking about you know Kofi and the other big men being ready for the intensity and how quickly their big guys get back down the court. And Kofi can certainly run the floor, so he'll need to do that tonight. He certainly will. And, and uh, you know, I think, you know, the coaches started to tell tell those guys that haven't played in this kind of game. And then the players just took over and said, listen, man, you guys have no idea how hard you're going to have to run and how hard they run. And it's great. It's great when you have that kind of experience back <laughs> and the message you get relayed to to them by their peers it's a different it comes comes across right. differently than, than us telling them or us having to having to sell what they do well yeah well uh, as we said earlier uh, tom is has been doing this a long time you know what you're going to get yeah it's like playing wisconsin or different teams i mean they have this identity it's just a longer term thing for them it is it is they just have a lot of longevity they've had a lot of success and and uh you know obviously something that we're continuing to strive for and and, and being everyday guys and playing the way we play how hard and how physical and uh, dominate the glass. Uh, those are the, the characteristics of what Coach Underwood's teams have been about and what we want to be about here at Illinois. And I think we're doing that. We're establishing that now in year three. And hopefully we continue to do that for, you know, another 20, 25 years <laughs> like Coach Izzo has. All right. Thanks, O. We appreciate it. Thank you, B. 
That's the Coach's Corner brought to you by Clark Lindsay and Hickory Point Bank. I'm Scott Beatty. I'm back with you after the ball game with the Fasteners Etc. postgame show alongside Trent Meacham. This is News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and WHMS Champaign-Urbana.